bless us, O Lord, in these thy gifts, which we are about to receive. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And this is episode 30. We've, made, we've made it 30 episodes now. Uh, come a long way. We have. We uh, have. I don't, I don't know if I ever saw us hitting 30 whenever we first started this. I didn't but, see uh, us hitting 10, so... <laughs> uh yeah i'm happy happy that we that we've made it this far yeah me too and uh but yeah so episode 30 and this week we're talking about 2015's bone tomahawk yes and sir. i am super excited to hear what you have to say about this one because yeah. uh those last 30 minutes were pretty fucky oh yeah for sure uh so this was a movie you picked um yeah so what uh, made you pick this one? Um, honestly, man, like I haven't watched it since it first came out. And yeah. like, it's one of those movies that just kind of resonates with you. Yeah. And I've been wanting to watch it ever since I saw it the first time. And I figured I'd like to see you squirm a little bit. Okay, so, uh, and uh, it's a, it's a fucking great movie. And for our 30th episode, I figured why not? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. No, re- no real reason other than to hear you talk about it, basically. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll remember that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so before we hop into this one, let's uh, talk about how our week's gone. What have you been up to? Yeah, it's been a while since we recorded Lost, it seems. Um, so I guess I've been kind of busy-ish uh, for the non-horror things. Um I watched uh, Blockers or Cock Blockers, whatever you want to call yeah. it. With, uh, That's a fucking Cena. funny movie. Oh, man, it's so good. So underrated. And yeah. John Cena in it is just fantastic. He's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, I watched another movie I'll be talking about later. That's okay. a non-horror. Okay. Um, Bettina and I have been binge-watching this show on Netflix called The Society. Oh, how is it? It's good, man. We are hooked. Yeah. Like, we got like one episode left in uh, the first season, and the second season comes out sometime this year. Okay. Um, the first couple episodes were like kind of like you don't really know like what's happening. It's kind of like slow, but then it really picks up. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I think yeah. our last episode, you had just started it. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely recommend it. Nice. Okay. And uh, yeah, so going into the horror movies. Um, I finally decided to start season two of Castle Rock. Okay, nice. And dude, you need to fucking start this season. Oh yeah. Like, uh, fuck, what's her face? Who plays um, kind of like Kathy Bates' character? Yeah, yeah. 
It is phenomenal, man. Holy shit. Huh. Like, yeah, I'll have to get on I've that. only watched like two episodes and it's amazing. It's it's far better than the first season in my opinion. So Wow, okay. The first season set the bar pretty high, I think. Yeah. And uh it has someone in it that's actually from one of Stephen King's movies, so I thought that was pretty cool too. Nice. All right. And then one movie that I was telling you about that I was kind of unsure about when it came out, but uh, I was really surprised by it. I finally watched Doctor Sleep. Oh, nice. Uh, this movie was awesome. I loved it. Like it was yeah. a lot better than I thought it was going to be, and a lot more horror-ish. Like from like the the trailer, it didn't really seem I don't know too. I don't know like how to describe it. Like. Just seemed like kind of like a family kind of like movie kind of. I don't know. Yeah, I I get what you mean. Like not a family movie, but like a like kind of a movie that everybody in your family could enjoy, kind of thing. Yeah, like a kind of like a PG thirteen horror movie. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I was really surprised by it, and I really liked it a lot, actually. Okay. I really enjoyed the book, so I need. Yeah, to I didn't even know it was a thing until like the trailer came out like last year, a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it so far that I've watched. Okay. All what right. about you? Uh, my list is a little bit longer than it was last week, <laughs> but I, <laughs> okay. I I didn't exactly set the bar too high last week. Um, I didn't watch a lot of horror. I was just kind of like I watched a little bit, but I was kind of in the mood for some other shit. So yeah. But uh, yeah, I'll start with that other stuff first. Um, I watched Honey Boy after you talked about it. Um, and uh, it was good. Yeah, I, it was good. I liked it. Um, Shia LaBeouf playing like the kid's dad. He was such a prick. <laughs> like, oh, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I watched uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles after I listened to uh, Chuck's episode on it. Yeah. I haven't watched that movie in, I don't know, maybe like five years, maybe. Oh, man. It was one of my favorites growing up, and it, it holds up for sure. Oh, me too. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. <laughs> I tried to get Brady to watch it with me, but he's not into that stuff yet. If it's, <laughs> nice. if it's not a cartoon, he doesn't want to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Fair. Uh, today, he wanted to watch Pixels, so I yeah. threw that on, and I watched all of it while he did other shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was my first time watching it, and like it wasn't great but it wasn't too bad yeah I like i think i i just watched it for the first time like maybe like three years ago yeah because like it got so bad reviews but i was like yeah, yeah. it's on netflix i'll throw it on but yeah, yeah it wasn't that great. Yeah. um i guess it's kind of horror but uh i finally watched mayhem nice oh man what a fucking ride that movie is i know right oh man it was so much fun it was it was. I love the two main characters. Yeah. Uh, like six. Samara Weaving is turning into like one of my favorite actresses. Yeah. Yeah. So far, every movie that she's been in, like in the past few years, I've loved. Yeah. So, and uh, yeah, I love Steven Yeun too, just from like yeah. The Walking Dead. And he's in a couple of yeah. movies too. Yeah. He did a really good job in it too. Um, I watched The Headhunter on Shudder. Yeah. You were telling um, me about that. Yeah. It was like. I don't know, 72 minutes. I will never get back. I think <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like it, it looked really good, but there was, I don't know, like it was really boring. 
Yeah. Um, wasn't really what I was expecting and hoping, but yeah. Uh, thankfully, it was just a short movie. And lastly, this is the movie that I didn't want to tell you I was watching because I, I wanted to hear your reaction on the title of it. Okay. Um, but I was telling you the uh, like a few nights ago that I was going through Shutter and I was just, like I spent like 30, 30 minutes just making a list of all the movies that I wanted to yeah. watch that were on there. And I came across Sorority Babes in the Slimeball Bolorama. What? <laughs> Where did that, you find this? I don't I don't know how I found it. It just it was there and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm watching this for sure." And uh it was such a stupid movie, but I had so much fun watching it. Like Is it like an older movie or newer? It was from like the 80s, yeah. Oh, okay. And actually, ironically enough, I saw somebody post something on it uh, like a couple days after I watched it too. I was like, I've That's literally hilarious. never heard of this movie. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it's really fun. Uh, if you want to watch something that you don't really need to pay a lot of attention to some night, uh, I recommend throwing it on. All right. Well, you'll have to text me that because I <laughs> forget half the movie title already. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, it was funny. That's great. But uh, yeah. All right. You want to hop onto those podcast shout outs? Let's do it. Okay. So first and foremost, it's a horror podcast. Uh, these guys just released their early access to their newest episode, which is on James Wan. Um, Super excited. Yeah, me too. James Wan is like fucking awesome director in most cases. Uh, so I'm excited to hear what they have to say about him. Uh, next up is our boy Daniel at the Creepy Crap Podcast. Uh, he released an episode on the Hobgoblins from 1988 uh, a few days ago. <laughs> I listened to I listened to the episode the other night, and I was just like, "Wow!" Like a lot of these movies, after he talks about them, I kind of want to go and watch them. Yeah, yeah. Not not this one. No, I feel like I'm going to stay far away from this movie. All right. Yeah, I still got to listen to that one still. <laughs> uh, next up is We Love Horror. Um, still on a bit of a hiatus until uh, Michael figures out what he's going to be doing, but uh, hopefully he gets gets that all figured out soon. Um, I know he needs some support, so if uh, you guys are listening and you want to shoot him a message, I'm sure he'd really like that. And uh from what I know, he's looking for guest spots on his sh- on uh, on their podcast. So, if you want to be on a podcast, shoot him a message. Cool. <laughs> and lastly, is our boy Chuck from Chuck Goes to the Movies. Um, Chuck has earned a permanent spot on our podcast shoutouts just because he's such an awesome guy and he has a great podcast. Uh, he doesn't. St- he doesn't stick strictly to horror movies. He goes kind of across the whole spectrum, which is really good. Um, he's got 12 episodes out now with his latest one being demolition man, which, uh, I listened to the other night. Great episode on a great movie. Yeah, he is. He has a great radio voice. (laughs) Yeah, he does. Yeah. I really enjoy listening to his episodes. Yeah, me too. Um, so yeah, go check him out. Chuck goes to the movies. And that's all I got. You got anything? No, I think that's it. All right, let's hop into this shit.
Okay, so like we said in the intro, this week we're talking about 2015's Bone Tomahawk. Let's start off with a synopsis. In the dying days of the Old West, an elderly sheriff and his posse set out to rescue their town's doctor from cannibalistic cave dwellers. Pretty much. Nailed that synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was the directorial debut of S. Craig Zoller. And since then, he's only done two more movies. Uh, he's done Brawl in Cell Block 99. And he's also done Dragged Across Concrete. Um, I've heard that Brawl in, in uh, Cell Block 99 is actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, all three of his movies have a 7.0 or higher on IMDb. So I definitely want to check out those That's other awesome. two. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Like for this being his directorial debut, like he fucking knocked it out of the park, in my opinion. Oh, definitely. Yeah, did a really good job. Yeah. Um, going down to the cast, we have the man, the myth, the legend, Mister Kurt Russell. Yeah. Now, I am not going to go through his movie list because we may or may not be talking about him a little bit later on, towards yep. the end of the episode. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So Kurt Russell plays Sheriff Hunt. Um, Patrick Wilson, he plays Arthur. And uh, he's making a name for himself in the horror community over the past like decade. Yeah. Uh, he did Insidious 1, 2, and The Last Key. Uh, he's done The Conjuring franchise, playing Ed Warren. Yeah. Um, and those are like two huge horror franchises. So to have his name tied into both of them, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. And Conjuring 3 is coming out this year, too. Or yeah, yeah. Be. yeah, I really hope they didn't uh, push that back because I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, He was also in The Watchmen and uh, the Fargo TV show. Uh, I'm Matt, that, what, yeah. Fuck. What, Fargo? Yeah, I totally forgot. Yeah, I haven't watched the show. but Oh, I've, man, so good. Is it? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to get into it in a little bit here. Okay. Uh, next up is Matthew Fox. He played Bruder, Bruder. I cut you off there. Um, uh, he was also in, uh, in the, in the tall grass. Did you watch that one? No, I haven't yet. Okay. I for, yeah. I forgot he was in that though. Um, I hated it, but okay. <laughs> you might like it. <laughs> All right. And also I wanted to say that he also did a really good job in Aquaman as well. Right. Yeah, that's true too. Damn, man. Um, sorry continue on that's <laughs> all good no it's good uh, next up is Matthew Fox and he played Bruder uh, he's from Lost most famously yeah that's pretty uh, much all I recognized him from yeah uh, he was also in We Are Marshall Alex Cross and World War Z and uh, I don't know if you looked at his IMDB but he hasn't been in anything since this movie really yeah like I, uh, I found that really surprising. weird. Like I was, yeah. 
because he's a good actor. Like he was yeah. in Lost, which is like arguably one of the best TV shows. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was pretty surprised to see that. Um, next is Richard Jenkins, and he played Chicory. And he is from one of my favorite movies ever, Step Brothers. Yep. Uh, he was in The Shape of Water, um, yep. Kong, Kong Skull Island. Yep. Jack Reacher. And last but not least, The Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's I, a legend. He's so Yeah, good. man. I loved him in Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right. And lastly, we have Lily Simmons. And she played Samantha and she's mostly just been in TV shows, but like she has longstanding roles in most of them. Um, but she, yeah, she was in Ray Donovan, Banshee, uh, the purge TV show and a few episodes of true detective. And just to note, uh, David Arquette and Sid <laughs> Haig RIP were yeah. at the very beginning of this movie. Yeah. And, uh, Found it kind of weird that like two big names like this were just like we're in it for like five minutes. Yeah. Um, also, I'm just looking at uh, Lily Simmons' uh, IMDb, and she played Selena Kyle in the Gotham series. That's insane. Does she? That's what it says. Yeah. Oh, that's one episode. Never mind. It must be like an older version. Oh, okay. I was like. I was going to yeah, say, because like, Selena Kyle was really young. <laughs> I know, that's what I was like. I'm like, wow, she looks so different. All right. Glad we got that cleared up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, David Arquette and Sid Haig, like, I loved their characters just at the start of the movie. Yeah, me too. They were, yeah. they were really funny. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up was, like, a little bit of a goof at the start, too. I don't know if you noticed okay. it or not, but uh david arquette um like when they're flipping from scene to scene kind of thing one scene his teeth are like disgusting and like rotten and like ready to fall out and then the next scene his teeth are like perfectly white and like i did kept... kind of notice like i didn't like notice notice but now that you say it yeah definitely because like when he's in the bar later talking he has like perfect teeth yeah but like even when they're just like walking through the desert his like like one shot of his face, they were disgusting. And then the next shot, they were perfectly clean. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, that's a pretty big, uh, pretty big goof that they didn't catch, apparently. But anyways, yeah. want to get uh, into this movie discussion? Yeah, before we move on, I just want to give a little uh, shout out to an actor who I've like really started to like a lot. Um, he plays the professor professor in this movie. And his name okay. is uh, Zon... Son or Zane McLarnan. Um, I first saw him in Fargo season two, and he was like my favorite character in all, like, definitely like the whole series, I think. And uh, yeah. he was also in Doctor Sleep as well. Okay, cool. He played uh, Crow Daddy, like the uh, the kind of like second bad guy in that. Yeah. Um, and he was also in a few episodes of uh, Westworld as well. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I do remember him. He has a couple other movies coming out this year, too. So, um, I don't know, this is an actor I think you should keep an eye out for. Because I think think he's fantastic. Like, Fargo Season 2 is so good. And, uh, yeah, I just want to give a little shout-out to him. 
does he have bigger parts in those ones? Because he wasn't in this for very long. Yeah, in Fargo season two, he's like in every episode. Like he has a okay. pretty big part in that. Um, oh, he's in Westworld uh, for like ten. Westworld. He was only in a few episodes. He played like one of like the Indians in it. Yeah. And then uh, Doctor Sleep. He had a pretty pretty big part, I guess, kind of. Yeah. Oh, he's in Longmere too. Yeah. And uh, yeah. All right. Cool. That's good yeah. to know. Yeah. I did like him in this, even though he's only in it for like five minutes. But yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'll keep an eye out for him. All, All right. right. So let's get into her. So we are talking about the Bone Tomahawk from 2015. Um, this episode may get pretty gruesome and gory. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you're not into that stuff, then uh, I don't know. Yes. This is your warning. Yeah, this is your warning. <laughs> All right, so the movie opens up. There's some um, cowboys sleeping uh, just on the ground, and then there's someone cutting their throat and killing all three of them pretty much, and they're robbing them. And it's David Arquette and Sid Haig. And uh, <laughs> this caught me off guard so bad, like so much, because I didn't look at like the IMDb before I watched it. And yeah. I just like saw it. I was like, "Is that David Arquette?" <laughs> <laughs> I saw like Sid Haig, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" That was awesome. Yeah, and like that first like opening scene, like they're uh, whenever David Arquette's slitting the guy's throat, it's so like graphic and like just the sound of it. It's like holy shit! Like yeah. this is how they're yeah. starting the movie off in the first thirty seconds. Yeah. So they're like robbing these guys and. Uh, then Sid Haig like goes up to one of them. He's still breathing, and they're like going back and forth. Like Sid tells him, "Oh, there's uh 16 arteries or something in the neck." And David Arquette's like, "No, there's not. Where'd you hear that? <laughs> like, you didn't do it right." <laughs> it's like you got to cut all 16 of them. Yeah, and like Sid does this like giant beard and just fat old guy. Oh man, I miss him. Legend. Yeah. So, yeah, the Robin and these guys, they start to hear horses, so they book it out of there. They're kind of walking through the path, and David Arquette's character, he starts to hear this, like, weird kind of music wind noise kind of thing. Yeah. And Sid just says, oh, it's just the wind. And then they're <laughs> walking through, and there's uh, all these skulls on the walls, like animal skulls, uh, like a bear, bear skull. And then they come across this kind of weird, like, burial ground kind of thing with like rocks it's kind of like a weird design yeah so david arquette's character his name is purvis but you don't really learn that until the end of the movie he's like kind of hesitant to go through it but sid hag is just like oh come on we gotta go through here so they start walking through all of a sudden sid gets hit in the head with a, a bone tomahawk and then he gets shot in the throat with an arrow and the arrow like goes through his like Adam's apple. It looked like, or it was like, it might have just been the arrow. So I think they make the arrows are like bones and stuff like that. Yeah. But it looked like it like caught his like Adam's apple, like the effect of it, cause it was, like bloody and stuff. Yeah, I I got that it had caught something too. Like it fucking ripped it out. Yeah, but I think it's just like the way their bones are. I think it's just the way they make them. Yeah, cause you see the arrowhead like a few minutes later, like, um at the bar and it's like got a it's yeah. almost like a circular arrowhead 
almost looks like a little bird skull or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Actually, it does kind of look like that. Yeah. So, yeah. So Sid gets, uh, he gets fucked up Mm -hmm. and, uh, David Arquette runs away. Um, and I thought, oh yeah, at this point you do see the, the person that, uh, did it. You see the, uh, troglodytes, which you learn about later. Mm -hmm. So cuts to 11 days later and we are now in the town of Bright Hope. We meet the character Arthur. He has a broken leg. Uh, his wife or girlfriend is uh, taking care of him. And then it cuts to Purvis, who is uh, David Arquette. He's bearing a bag of some kind of look like. Yeah. Um, and then it cuts to the uh, sheriff's office. And uh, Sheriff Hunt is cooking up a stew. And Chicory comes in, and he's just this old man who is, <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> his mind is definitely going somewhere, man. He says it's movie. Like he like walks in, and he's like, he's like, oh, that tea smells smells like shit or something. Like yeah. <laughs> and then Hunt's is like, oh, it's not tea, it's it's soup. He's like, oh, okay. Oh, well, it then, smells like, good now that it. I know it's not tea. Yeah. Then he goes take a sip of it, and Hunt's like, oh no, wait for the cool down. He just like spits it down everywhere. Just like, oh. <laughs> oh man. So they're sitting at the table, kind of eating dinner. Chickory's telling them how about he was going to put flowers on his uh, wife's grave, and he saw a stranger who was Purvis uh, burying a bag in the uh, the ground. So Hunt's like asking about who it was, like, "Oh, it's just some stranger here. He's uh, at the bar. I think it's called the Something Goat." Yeah. Um, yeah, I, forgot, I didn't write down the name. So uh, yeah, they're gonna go make a survey about uh this guy so they're going there it cuts to arthur he's having sex with samantha who is the town doctor um and then she's like just like checking on his leg like fixing it up because it's pretty fucked up yeah and then it cuts to back to the bar purvis is uh, sitting at the bar and hunt comes in asking him questions you know who are you what are you doing here and he says his name is Buddy, and uh, he's kind of like questioning him, like, "Oh, I don't think that's your name." And he's talking about like how he's like from out of town and stuff like that, I think. And uh, and uh, sorry, fucking Purvis, he he starts to, like run away, and then uh, Hunt shoots him in the leg, and uh, yeah, so he's down. And I think there was more of that scene, but I just didn't write it down. There wasn't. Um, so not really. Yeah. No, oh, I thought there was more than that. Maybe not. So back to the uh, Arthur's house. Sam's like checking on his leg. She wants him to read a poem that I think that he wrote her. I think, but uh, he doesn't really want to. And uh, then it cuts back to the sheriff station. Chicory is playing checkers with Nick and uh, uh, Hunt's in there too. And they're like watching Chicory and Chicory's like trying so hard at it. And they're talking about how <laughs> <laughs> he's never beat Nick before or something like that. And he's like tried like 10 or 11 times. 
<laughs> it's so funny. Uh, Poor old bastard. So, yeah, they found the bag that uh, Purvis was digging up, or burying, sorry, and they found a blonde hair from a woman in it. So they have Purvis locked up in the jail cell. He's handcuffed. They go get Samantha. She's going to come look at his leg and take the bullet out of his leg and do surgery on him pretty much. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it cuts to Arthur reading, like, the letter to himself that I think he wrote to Sam. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it cuts again to... Uh, the stable boy, he's going to check on the horses, and he's just, like, walking up. It's dark at night. He hears, like, something inside the stable, and he looks in, and there's just, like, a few people, like, running around, and then all of a sudden, he gets uh, Tomahawk to the skull, I think, mm-hmm. and then he just gets, like, fucking cut, in, like, not cut in half, but he gets uh, cut up pretty good. Yeah, they fuck them up. These yeah, tomahawks are nuts. Like, I love the design of them. Oh, me too, man. It's like a big, like, I don't know, like, how they made it, but it's fucking cool. Yeah. So, later that night, Clarence, the uh, the bar owner, and he's, like, the he owns the stables. He's going to the police station to tell Hunt about the stable boy. Or, no, I think at this point they're at the bar, and then... Um, Hunt tell or Clarence tells Hunt that about the stable boy what happened that he's uh it's a massacre up there he got bloodied up pretty good and yeah it's the next the, morning and they're all at the right at the bar. yeah and uh, the horses are gone as well yeah and uh, there he went to the sheriff station but there's no one there and Hunt's like what do you mean like no one there is like the guy in the jail cell and he's like no no one was there at all so Sam Nick and Purvis are gone. Um, they were taken away. So they're going to check on the stable. They kind of sneak in and then there's no one there, but they find the, the stable boy. He's like fucking got guts hanging out. Oh man. He got <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Um, there was an arrow left behind at the, at the jail cell too. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, that's, true. Yeah. that's how they get that arrow to investigate. So you learn that in there, there was one colt plus five more horses that were taken away. So they're at the bar figuring out like what to do. They haven't told Arthur about his wife or girlfriend. So Hunt tells them to get the professor. So he goes to get the professor. The professor comes in and uh, he's supposed to be like an Indian and he's dressed up like super nice and they're asking him like who these people are and they're immediately they blame that they're indians but he's like going on like no these aren't these aren't people like they're not human at all yeah he calls them like uh cave dwellers um then he calls them the troglodytes yeah which uh, i didn't look up like is that a real thing did you look that up at all I didn't, but I can yeah. quickly hear while you keep going. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, troglodyte, especially in prehistoric times, a person who lived in a cave. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's a picture of them, and uh, they basically look like Gollum. 
Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and then also when they're talking to the professor, the, uh, this like rich guy who, I guess he owns all the horses that got taken. He's like yelling at Hunt, like, oh, you can get my fucking horses? And Hunt's like, that's the least of my problems right now, man. You guys are yeah. sure about your horses, man. <laughs> There's three humans that are missing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, the professor says that they're in uh, the Valley of Starving something. I didn't uh, catch the last part of it. Valley of the Starving Men. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, Hunt is going to go tell Arthur about uh, his wife getting taken. So Bruder, Hunt, Chicory, and Arthur are going to uh, trek across the uh, the land to go find them. So Hunt goes to tell Arthur. Uh, well, yeah, he did this before, but he goes to tell Arthur about his wife and Hunt. Arthur is like still hobbled like he's on like a crutch pretty much and he's like oh, I'm coming with you guys yeah. and Hunt like doesn't really want him to because he's gonna fall behind and uh, yeah there's a little like scene as well with uh, Hunt getting ready packing up and his wife doesn't want him to go but he has no choice he has to yeah like he's a town sheriff like if he doesn't do it nobody's gonna do it yeah exactly all right so this is going to be a five-day journey that they're doing in three days. Uh, so they're setting out. They Chicory mentions that they need to take care of their horses because if they have no horses, then it's going to be a hell of a lot harder to uh, get there without fucking horses. And they're... Kind of like I like a little break spot. They're filling up their water. They're not sure if they're going to come across like more ponds, so they're filling up the water here. And um, I don't know much like happens really like in between here and their destination. No, man. Like this movie really slowed down for like like after the first half hour until like the last half hour. It's basically yeah. them just like going across the desert. Yeah, like I'm sure we both talk about it in a views but uh yeah not much like happens like there's there's a few like really good dialogue parts between like chicory and uh uh bruder they have a really good chemistry together yeah like i think at this part bruder is talking about um how his like wife he's a call him a big dumb asshole or something like that <laughs> so they get to their first camping spot and Bruder asks if anyone sleepwalks because he's setting up a tripwire in case um, intruders come or an animal or something like that. Yeah. And they're all talking about how, uh, I don't know, Bruder starts talking about how if they're, they're going to want to survive, they have to listen to him because he's the smartest man there. And they're yeah. like questioning him like, well, what makes you smarter than us? And he's like, smart men don't get married. And then immediately they're like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> there was a, like a lot of comedic parts in this movie, considering like what it actually is. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh chicory and uh Bruder's chemistry are really good. Yeah. And, and then also during this, they're like, just, uh, they're all like sleeping. I think Bruder is like, he he's like way away from them. He doesn't like want to be around them at all. 
Yeah. But, uh, Hunt's like sleeping and Chickory's just like laying awake and then Chickory just starts like talking about random shit. <laughs> just like, Hunt, you, you awake? You just like. <laughs> you, just you ever tried reading a book in a bathtub? Yeah. You ever tried reading a book in the bathtub? And Hunt's like, what, <laughs> what made you want to do that? He's like, oh, I've tried to do it before, but I always like get the pages wet or I drop the book in it. It's like, <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Uh, oh, he's such an old man. Uh, so yeah, they're talking, and all of a sudden the bell rings, and immediately Bruder just gets up and shoots, and then you just hear this dog like just wincing and crying and stuff, and it's pretty sad, actually. Yeah, I didn't like the scene at all. Yeah, yeah. So the next morning, they're all packing up their camp, and Arthur is like kind of away from them. He's sitting down. He's like checking on his leg. He can like barely get his boot off because his leg is so fucked up. Yeah. And uh, he starts to pour alcohol into his leg from a flask, and he starts like screaming like "fuck, fuck, fuck," and uh, yeah, then he has a little vial of opium as well, but he doesn't take any of it. Yeah. And they're starting their trek again. And I think Arthur's like checking through his bag or something like that. And then Hunt says, Oh, did you take that opium or something like that? And then yeah. Arthur, Arthur says, were you looking through my wife's bag? And he's like, yeah, I was like, I'm sorry, but, I know what's in there and you can't take that opium. Like I got to take it from you. Cause if he takes the opium for his leg, then he's, he's not going to move for days or he could even die. Yeah. If he takes too much of it, he dies. Yeah. So they get to their next camping spot and Arthur's leg is like really infected. They're, uh, Hunt's asking Chicory about amputation and because Chicory used to be in the war and uh, he's done amputations before. So he kind of, he's like kind of a medic kind of thing, but I don't know, yeah. not really. He knows more than anyone else, but. Yeah. So, yeah. So they're camping out there at their new campsite. It's uh, nighttime. And then all of a sudden this guy shows up and his name is Ramiro. And so they all have their guns drawn and Ramiro they're asking, like, oh, who are you? Like, light a match. Um, I like Kurt Russell's, like, dialogue in this because he does such a good job of playing the, like, old Western role. Yeah, he does. Just, like, his, uh, his like, kind of, like, southern drawl kind of thing. Yeah. He's like, um, light a match so we can, like, see your face or, like, I don't know, he says it, I love it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the guy, like, lights a match. He's saying, no, he's, he's, a, he's a good guy. He's a friend. And there's another guy there as well. So Hunt's like asking the questions, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, <laughs> Bruder just thought she was <laughs> And Hunt's like, What the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> He's like, I didn't want them dead. They could have been good people. They could have helped us. They didn't have any <laughs> weapons or anything like that. Yeah. So they have to move their camp because I think Bruder says that uh, they're. Um, they're Not scouts. Spot. Yeah, scouts. That's the word I was looking yeah. for. They're scouts. So they move camp. It's still nighttime. And then they find a camp that's uh, kind of like behind a wall. So there's like 
they're camping in front of a wall. There's only one place for people to come and can attack them. And of course, they yeah. get ambushed in the middle of the night. And all you say, you just hear this, uh, like kind of like stabbing. And like they look over, and uh, Bruder's getting stabbed by someone. And I don't know if they kill the guy that was stabbing him. I think Bruder does, maybe. Uh, yes. Yeah, like someone, someone shoots him. No. Yeah, I think I think so. But anyway, so they get up. Excuse me. And uh, they're the people running off. They got that ambushed them, and they stole all their horses. But uh, and then Bruder's like talking about his horse, how it was such a good horse, and um, it would like do anything for him. And then I think he, I think he says that it didn't like Indians or something like that. And the chicory, yeah, Bruder, like, he. Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say Bruder's like been bragging that he's killed more Indians than than all of them put together. Yeah, yeah, he does. He did say shit. that back in the bar too. Like, I killed more Indians. Yeah. than put together. Um. So he says like his horse like doesn't like Indians, and then Hunt's like you taught your horse to like racially discriminate, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> um. And then Chicory just says to him like, "Oh, it looks like your horse uh, didn't go with him." And you hear the horse like crying and stuff like that. So they they shot the horse, but it's still alive. So Bruder has to go up to his horse and uh, kill it. Unfortunately, and he just like, yeah. "Thank you for your service," and then just fucking shoots it. Yeah. All right. So it's early, early morning. Um, they're waking up, packing camp. Arthur like doesn't really know what's happening because his leg is so fucked up they uh they don't they don't like know what's happening but uh anyway so they're talking about how the valley is going to be a two-day walk so like they don't want arthur to go they tell arthur like you gotta stay behind but arthur is pretty adamant about coming with them so he says that uh he'll catch up with them while they sleep so hunt's like all right fine like you're gonna fucking go anyway get going so he gives mm-hmm. Arthur a head start. And Arthur can like bear their walk as well. So it kind of like just shows like Arthur like is walking, like struggling through the the path. And then the three of them they catch up to Arthur and then uh he tells them to go ahead. He like falls again, he falls down again, and he's like really struggling. But uh, he tell him, tells him to go ahead and tells him to lay four rocks in a row so he knows which path to take. So they go up ahead of him, and then it's just kind of uh, like a few scenes cut together of them just like walking and stuff like that. Bef- and, before, yeah, was it before they was this whenever Arthur and Bruder get in that little scuffle, and Arthur uh, like. Breaks no, his leg yeah, more. this is like the next part. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the next. So then they go ahead, and then it, like it shows them like walking and like all that stuff, and uh, then Bru- or Arthur catches up to their campsite. They're like just pretty much laying down, like not sleeping, but they're like, oh, we've been here two hours. We're gonna uh, start walking again at daybreak. So it's like just before dawn. Yeah. So yeah, they're like packing up camp again. Arthur is laying down. He's like still like really fucked up, 
and Bruder makes a joke about his wife. Um, I forget what he said, but he makes some joke. It wasn't like too bad. Basically said like I'll I'll take care of your wife whenever I get oh, to right. her or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So Arthur doesn't like that. He punches Bruder and then he just fucks up his leg even more. Yeah. <laughs> so he's on the ground like screaming in pain and Hunt and them are looking at his leg and immediately Hunt is like, "Oh, you gotta stay behind, man. You can't. You can't go." And Arthur's like, "No, like I want to go." And Hunt's like. Just just look at your leg, man. So he looks at his leg, and it doesn't look that bad, but obviously it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, expecting, like, the bone to be popping out of the skin. I know, me too, but uh, anyway, it's infected, so I'm sure it fucking hurts a lot. Yeah. So Hunt wants to amputate his leg. Um, Chickory's talking about how he's done it before, so he can do it. So Arthur doesn't want to get his leg taken. Obviously not. So he asks Chicory if he can uh, set it back in place. So Chicory's like, yeah, I can do that. Like, I, yeah, I'll do it. So they give him a little bit of opium. They like, they Hunt tells him to take uh, like a teaspoon a day. And if you don't take any more, you'll fucking die. So he takes the opium, opium and he's laying down. And then if you see Chicory take out a saw and then a hammer, and then he like raises the hammer and he's like, all right, this is going to go right through. And then he like hits it down, but it doesn't show. It just cuts away. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought he took the leg at this point. Well, yeah. Like, and then whenever he first hit it with like the little mallet, I was like, okay, what's he doing? Like, is he just breaking the bone to kind of get it out of the way? Yeah. So that's what can, I thought. So he can cut through it easier. Like why, what was the point of pulling the knife out too? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. They just build suspense. <laughs> so the three of them are on their way on their adventure again. And they start to hear the uh, the horns in the beginning. And they're kind of like hearing these noises like as they get closer and closer. So they really hear them now. Yeah. And Chicory's asking Bruder, like, oh, why like why do you hate Indians so much? Like why have you killed so many? And then he says that Indians killed his mom and sisters. So you kind of find out why he uh, has this hate for Indians. So they find some horse tracks. They made it to the caves. Um, oh, and also, like, through the whole movie, <laughs> Bruder has this, like, German, like, uh, telescope. It's not a telescope. Like, what was that thing called? Like, periscope? Uh- no (laughs) fuck i know exactly (laughs) i don't know it's like a retractable what are they called (laughs) it's like a retractable telescope thing yeah i don't know anyway i can't uh, remember what they're called yeah bruder like one at one point chicory asked him like oh man that's so nice can i use it and he's like are you gonna fucking walk all the way to germany and get me a new one when you break it (laughs) so they made it to uh the valley and Bruder's like using the German uh, telescope. It's not a telescope. Fuck it. And uh, Chickory's like, oh, what do you see? And then Bruder's like, oh, here, take a look for yourself. And Chickory's just like, I can use the German? <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, I've seen you use, uh, use some like gadgets and stuff on a trip. So I trust you. I think you're good with that stuff. 
<laughs> so he's like so like all like happy to use it. Yeah. So they are making their way to the caves. They they get attacked by uh, the troglodytes. Bruder's arm gets like fucked up. Like I don't know if he gets um, like an arrow in it. Like I know Hunt gets an arrow in the arm, but I don't know what happens to Bruder's arm. But um, he pretty much they throw, can't use it anymore. They throw a tomahawk and chops his hand off. What really? Yeah. If you look oh. closely, you can see his hand laying on the ground during one of the scenes. Oh fuck! I totally didn't notice that. I was like, yeah. I actually like in your defense, I had to rewind it because I was like, "What the hell happened to his hand?" And then, yeah, because I thought just like his arm got fucked up. So like, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Chicory got like hit in the head, but like barely as like a little like bloody patch. Yeah. So Bruder's gonna stay behind. He's like leaned up against uh, a little bush, and they give him uh, a shock, uh, a gun to use. And then before they leave, he tells Chickory that he's killed 116 Indians. Yeah. And uh, that's a fucking lot of Indians. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. And Bruder's like, I'd rather die than uh, live the rest of my life as a cripple. Yeah. And he's like, uh, he's like, I want a cigar. So Hunt gives him a cigar, lights it up. And uh, he's like, Hunt says, I'll make this, this uh, worthwhile. And then Bruder's like, better. So they go ahead, and then out of nowhere, one of the troglodytes shows up and looks at Bruder, and Bruder raises his gun, and um, then you see the troglodyte's arm go up with his tomahawk, and then just cuts away to here, does a gunshot. Yeah. So you don't know what happened to Bruder yet. So Hunt and Chickory are making their way kind of like to the cave, like a like a, next to like a rock area, and then all of a sudden they get knocked chicory gets knocked out and hunts kind of like fighting with one of the uh the troglodytes and they have him on the ground and then they have like they put something in his mouth i don't know if there's like a stick or something i thought it was like the butt end of the sorry i i thought it was like the the handle of the tomahawk yeah that makes sense and then just one comes up and just hits him in the side of the head and knocks him right out so it cuts i know it doesn't cut back so they're getting dragged away. Um, Chickory's like kind of waking up, and then he looks over and he sees Bruder just with a fucking tomahawk right in his head. <laughs> yeah, but I think he shot the other troglodyte as well. Like at the same yeah, time. yeah, he did. Yeah. So this is where you see the uh, the troglodyte make that noise with uh, his voice, like the the huge horns they've been hearing is their fucking voice that's doing it. So it crazy, is, man! The sound oh, that they made—it is insane, man. So they get taken into the caves. There's like a two prison areas kind of thing with like these like logs. So Sam is still alive. Nick is not doing well. They ate Purvis. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old David Arquette. Yeah. So, all right. So. Ladies and gentlemen, um, <laughs> is yeah, this is the part, yeah. Uh, this is where so, shake gets real. If you don't like gory, grotesque stuff, um, this is uh, going to get pretty bloody. <laughs> so they show up. They take Nick out of the cage. They're all like yelling, like, no, no. Hunt is like, he he has his hands like on the outside of the uh, the wood. 
and he's like to check her yeah. like come on but they're trying to like <clears throat> like uh knock it down and then one of the chocolate just comes up and slashes hunts like fingers off and like oh man yeah so gross and they pull Nick up, like, right in front of them. They strip him bare. And Hunt's, like, yelling him, like, Nick, wake up, wake up. And, like, fuck, I wouldn't want to be woken up for this. No, just leave me be. Yeah. <laughs> so they rip his clothes off. He's awake now. They have him on his knees, like, facing Hunt. And they just grab a fucking tomahawk and start scalping the shit out of his head. Uh. And then they shove his scalp in his mouth and shove a stick like in it and then just ham start hammering it into his mouth yeah and oh man so nasty and it doesn't end there oh man <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck they flip him around so he's kind of like a, a, a headstand kind of thing yeah. And the leader of the troglodytes is this big, tall guy with these fucking boar tusks coming out of his fucking face. And there's two guys holding each of, his, each of his legs, spread eagle, and the camera's facing his ass, Nick's ass. And then all of a sudden you just see the fucking boar guy just start chopping at his fucking ding-dong, man. Oh. <laughs> just with the tomahawk, like... Just chopping at it, like cutting him in half, like ass cracked down. Oh man! Yeah. And then they—he's doing it like three or four times, and then they just like start pulling his fucking legs apart. Oh, <laughs> I so was gross. like, I like I was cringing up yeah. until the part whenever they started like ripping him. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my god! Like I almost had to turn away, just like. I know. I like it, half turned away, but I was like, "Fuck! I gotta watch this. I gotta. I can't look away." It looks so real. Oh man, like, it's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, they drag his body parts away, and Sam is mad that they came and got her. But I mean, fuck! Of course, they're gonna come get her. She's the town doctor. She's more pissed that. Uh... That Arthur, that they let Arthur come with them. True. And she was like, "Well, where is he now? Is he dead?" And uh, they're like, "No." And she's like, "Well, I know my husband, and he wouldn't let you guys come without him." And they were like, "Well, he's resting, and we set rocks for him so he knows the path." And then like that's, she's like, "You guys are idiots!" Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, so they're asking Sam about uh, the troglodyte. She says there's twelve males and two pregnant females who are <laughs> blind cripples. <laughs> yeah. That's how she describes them. <coughs> so we see them back. later on. And <laughs> Do we? Oh yeah. Whenever they're leaving the cave, whenever we get to that part though, I'll describe what they okay, look maybe like. Maybe I didn't notice them. Um, anyway, so it cuts to Arthur. He wakes up and he still has his leg. So they didn't cut it off. Yeah. They just uh, reset it. And it kind of just shows him, like, struggling to walk to the caves. He, like, falls down a hill. Uh, nothing really happens. Yeah. So he made it to the caves. He uh, just gets to, like, this, like, spot, like, against the mountain. Just, like, kind of just, like, lays down and puts his head on, hat on his head. Just, like, starts taking a nap. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's the best time to take a nap, man. Yeah. 
So inside the cave, Hunt is trying to come up with a plan. He comes up with a plan to try and get the troglodytes, excuse me, to drink the opium that they have in the flask that they took from uh, Arthur before. So they start uh, like making noises and stuff like that, and a few of the troglodytes come out. There's like three of them, I think, three or four. Yeah. And Hunt and uh, Chicory are pretending to drink from this uh, the flask, and they uh, threaten to kill Hunt, but then uh, he gives them the flask. One of them like chugs it like pretty good amount, and then he like chucks it down, and then one picks it up again, takes like a little sip, and then one just like throws it in the fire, yeah. and they all leave. And uh, Drask and Sam like, is that like enough to kill them? And Sam's like, well, one will die, one's going to be out cold for a few hours, and then one's not going to have any effect on them. Yeah. So it cuts back to Arthur. He's, like, laying there, sleeping, and then two, two of the troglites are kind of sneaking up at them. And he wakes up, sees them, and he shoots two of them, kills two of them, and then he, uh, he sees, like, the... the horn like thing in his neck and he's like what is that like jewelry and he starts like cutting out of his neck so gross and then like like, oh yeah go ahead i was gonna say like one question that i had like was is this something that they put in them themselves or is just like a genetic mutation that this tribe has like kind of grown i think that they put it in their neck because like that's like right in there oh i know but yeah yeah yeah, that's true. Like they have bones sticking out of their face everywhere. So. Yeah. So Arthur blows on this fucking thing. He just dug out <laughs> his guy's neck. <laughs> so gross. Um, another one shoots up, and then he just uh, shoots that one and kills it. Yeah. And cuts back to everyone inside. And <laughs> uh, chicory. He just starts talking about this uh, flea circus that came. Down. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he cracks uh, me up. Yeah, and he's uh, he's talking about like he's like, oh, there's one other flea circus that came to town, and they weren't like they were fake fleas. They weren't even real fleas. And he's like, I think they were like some European brothers or something. And, like Sam is like, oh, it was like uh, the so and so brothers. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's it. And he's like, man, I wish, I wonder if they use real fleas. And then Sam says, like, oh, yeah, they use like 100% real fleas in their circus. <laughs> <laughs> and then Chickory's just like so happy. He's like, oh, wow, thanks. Thanks for thanks clarifying for- <laughs> that for me. <laughs> he's like <laughs> almost like teary eyed whenever he's thinking. Yeah. And uh, then she just like winks at Hunt, like, say, like, obviously, that's not fucking true. She has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then the uh, the leader boar guy, he drags the dead troglodyte out and leaves it on their cage. And then Hunt's like, oh, I think they caught on. So they're starting to open up the the pillar, the, the cellar, and Hunt tackles one of them. But then they hold Hunt down and they rip him open his shirt and they like cut across oh. his stomach. And they just fucking grab the flask out of the hot coals and just shove it in his fucking open cut. (laughs) And looks like the sound it makes, like, oh, man. Yeah. So gross. 
and then the uh, yeah the boar the boar leader had a gun that they got from uh, I'm guessing Bruder, and he shoots Hunt in the arm, but then he can't figure out how to reload the gun. And Hunt's like, oh, I can't re- don't know how to reload it, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then like the guys like just playing with the gun, and he like loads it. And then just shoots Hunt right in the stomach. and yeah. uh, uh, I think he got him in the lung. Oh, yeah, yeah, in the lung, yeah. Yeah. Um, a little bit of trivia about that gun, too. Yeah. Uh, I saw, like, it's a goof in the movie. <laughs> um, okay. So this movie takes place in, like, the late 1800s. Yeah. And stainless steel repeater rifles like that one didn't come into production until, like, 1950. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, that's way off. Yeah. Damn. Um, so yeah, uh, Hunt is shot, and he's uh, he sees one of the tomahawks like lying there, and then he just grabs it and just oh, this is so gross, man. Honestly, he just fucking grabs the tomahawk and just cuts the boar's like foot right in half, like yeah, so gross. Like not even like his like toes, just like full on foot, and it's so gross, man. Oh. And then the uh, the boar guy falls down and Hunt, Hunt cuts his head off with the tomahawk. And uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So they all get out. Hunt is staying behind in the cave. They give him the gun. He says to Chicory, say goodbye to my wife and I'll say hi to yours. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was like such a good like little like line. Yeah, that... I agree. I'm glad you brought that up because, like, that line it, like, kind of hit you in the feels a little bit. It did, yeah, yeah. Um, because, like, I think I don't know. I think Chicory is like maybe like pre-dementia or something. Maybe like that. Yeah, he's definitely like losing his mind a little bit. Yeah, because he just talks about the most random things ever. <laughs> so they're all leaving, and they're like walking down the hill, going back to uh, Bright Hope. And you start to hear gunshots. So they're like, they just start like smiling. Chickory's smiling. He's just like thinking like, ah, that's, uh, that's my hunt. Mm-hmm. So obviously you, you think that hunt killed him. Yeah. And, uh, then there's like a scene of Arthur and Sam like kissing. And, uh, she's like, oh, don't like, ew, gross. Don't kiss me. Like, <laughs> then he like wipes his mouth. He's like fucking sucking on the blood of the fucking thing. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> yeah, and then Chicory throws a rock down, and the movie ends. And I just clued in to what that meant, the rock. Um, so I, when I first watched it, I didn't understand what the fuck that meant. But obviously, he's throwing the like the four rocks down, so Hunt can get back if he's alive, right? Oh shit! I never even clued into that either. Me either. Like, just as I'm, like, reading that, like, throws rock. Like, <laughs> okay, because, like, yeah, when I first watch it, I was like, like, why did you show that random shot of him, him throwing a rock down? I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Well, but, uh, what I what I took from it, I thought he picked up a rock because, like, everybody else had guns and he didn't have a gun. So I thought he picked up a rock as, like, protection. Like, no, because it was, like, a pretty small, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, obviously, it's not going to do much. And then once he heard the three gunshots, he was like, okay, that's the rest of them. And then he threw the rock down. 
but yeah. your theory makes a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I think that's that's what that uh, yeah that means. Definitely. But, uh, yeah, that's the way the blood splatters. Yeah. Um, okay, so you said you didn't see the t- the two pregnant females. <coughs> no, I didn't notice them. So whenever they're leaving the cave, they walk right by them, and they're like kind of like laying on this ledge off to the side. Okay. And uh, they're not just fucking blind; they have like spikes in their eyes. How did I miss this? Because they kind of blend in with the wall a little bit, but oh, okay. Like if you go back, well, you're not going to be able to because you rented it, but yeah. Um, but yeah, like if you ever watch it oh, again, okay. just keep an eye out for that scene because they walk okay. right by them. And are they pregnant? Like at that time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. They got big old bellies. <laughs> cool. All right. So uh, let's talk about our thoughts on this movie. Yes, sir. Um, I gave this story a nine out of ten. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> I said. Um. S. Craig Zoller, like he combined two genres that don't normally get combined, like with a Western and a cannibalistic horror movie. Yeah. Um, the fact that it's his directorial debut, like he deserves all the credit and recognition that he can possibly get, in my opinion, for this one. Yeah. Um, like for this many big name actors to sign on for it, like yeah. as like this guy's this is his first movie, so they obviously saw something in his capabilities and like in the script and whatnot. Yeah. Um, said so like the movie plays out fairly normal, like a Western movie until the last 35, 40 minutes. And I know that like that hour in between is kind of slow, but yeah. I feel like it really gives you like an idea of who each character is. And like, you kind of get like a bit, bit more of an understanding of who they are and their relationship with each other and stuff like that. So I like, even though it was kind of slow, it it didn't feel like like I wasn't bored watching it or anything like that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, like the acting and the script are so well done. Like I felt engaged throughout the whole movie. Um, like you said, like some of the dialogue between the characters was really really well done. Uh, but yeah, that's yeah pretty much all I got. Like, I I definitely plan on watching this again in the future. Um, yeah it's a movie that sat with me the first time I watched it. And it sat with me again, this, the second time I watched it. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. Cool. And my quality, I also gave a nine out of 10. <laughs> I said, the acting is incredible. The script is amazing. Uh, all the characters are super believable. Um, the effects are fucking crazy realistic, like the yeah. gore and stuff. Yeah. Um, the atmosphere feels super authentic. Um, the troglodytes I felt felt were really well done. Like, yeah, th- this is a kind of movie like you could have easily made them like mutant inbred people that live in the fucking mountains. Like the hills have yeah. eyes, but yeah. I feel like he kind of like kept it more realistic to what the story actually is, and he didn't didn't go too crazy on on them. Excuse me. Sorry, my allergies are acting up tonight. Uh, the gore in this movie is fucking top notch. Like, there's not a, a super amount of it, like until the very end. But what you do see, it's so well done. Um, and then like that sound 
that the cannibals make. I don't know what sound that is, like whatever they made, like however they made it, but it's fucking crazy. It's super haunting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, Excuse me. I love this movie and I'm really excited to see like what else he's done and what he's going to do in the future. Yeah. Cool. All right. What about you? All right. So for my story, I gave it a eight out of 10. Okay. Um, Like you said, it's a good mix of Western and horror. Uh, There isn't too many uh, Western movies really being made this, I don't know, that much now, I don't think. Um, the characters were all likable. I thought they explained the troglodytes like really well. Just like, there's something like a little like lull in between there, but like you said, it just kind of lets you understand the characters more like the way Bruder, why the way Bruder is, and you just get the the funniness of uh richard jenkins and uh yeah yeah i don't know anyway so eight out of ten um quality i gave an eight out of ten as well uh the cinematography is great the makeup effects are superb um and all this on such a low budget like the budget for this movie was like 1.8 million dollars yeah man i was so surprised to see that which is super low. Yeah. Um, I love the script and some of like the lines. I loved Richard Jenkins character. He was so funny. Um, the movie was very slow at times, but I mean, wait, it is what it is. Like I already talked about that, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Like the, the makeup effects, the sound effects, the cast is amazing. Um, yeah. Just a really good. Uh, I wish there was more horror elements in it. But uh, for what there was, uh, was really fucking memorable. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, 8 out of 10 for both. Sweet. Jeez, I thought uh, you were going to be way lower, like the way you reacted to my uh, story score. I did have a lower score, like not by that much. But after like looking at my reviews I typed up, I was like, I don't really have anything bad to say about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, yeah. cool. All right, so you know our score. Let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they scored it. So the critics' consensus, Bone Tomahawk's peculiar genre blend won't be for everyone, but its gripping performances and a slow-burning story should satisfy those in search of something different. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think the critics scored it? Um, I'd give it like a 76. Ooh, you're way off, bud. Oh, fuck. 91%. Oh, wow. Okay. Certified fresh. Nice. Uh, so yeah, that was on 93 ratings. Okay. <laughs> And the audience scored it a little bit closer to what you gave it with a 73%. Right. Okay. Okay. So not too bad. All right. You ready to head over to that scary section? Let's do it. 
Okay, so what did you give it for a scare rating? So I gave it a 3 out of 10. Um, this rating is solely based off of uh, the, the one scene in the movie, the, mm-hmm. the Nick death scene. Um, because like there really isn't that much horror in this or many scares, I find. No, no, no. Um, but just the gore alone makes you just feel disgusting and not want to watch it. Like that's why I didn't want to watch this movie because that one scene. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, you made it through. I did. I did. <laughs> All right. I gave it a four out of 10. <clears throat> I said it's not an overly scary movie, but it's more like situational fear. Yeah. I said, uh, putting yourself in their shoes is terrifying and enough to make even the toughest badass piss in their cowboy boots. <laughs> oh that's good that's good all right uh what's your scariest scene i think i know the answer but yeah i mean i i gotta pick it like the nick dessing like i like fuck i couldn't imagine being that like fuck that like no like i was telling bettina it's like pretty much a scene from terrifier except it's a male yeah character. And it's yeah, exactly. disgusting. <laughs> oh man, yeah. And like, not even that. Like they they uh, scalp them first, and it's like, yeah, fuck, man. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's my that scariest whole, scene. That whole sequence is terrible. Um, yeah, I said the same thing. The yeah. that whole scene was Nick. I mean, there's not a, not really anything else that you can put for this. No, like the uh, like the foot scene. I guess is foot chopped in half i thought that was really disgusting but um, yeah yeah but yeah that whole scene is just fuck all right do you think you would survive i put i think so because the truck lights they don't really seem to come around town very often um so I, i don't know i think i would survive i don't have much uh meat to my bones so i think uh i think i'm pretty good yeah. What about you? I said not a fucking chance would I survive. <laughs> there is no way in hell. Yeah. But I feel like I would like kill myself before they okay. they killed me. Yeah. Because I mean seeing what they're capable of, like I don't want that to happen to me. Yeah. I'd be I'd be telling Sam to like grab a rock and smash me over the head or something. If I was in the cage with her. Yeah, yeah. All right. So this is a top five episode. And what better top five list to have than a top five Kurt Russell movies list? Hell yeah. (laughs) Man, this was so hard. Oh, man, so hard. He's got so many classic movies. He does. And like so many that aren't even classics, but they're like just really, really good movies. Oh, 100%, man. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to hear what you got. Cool. I might have some controversial picks on here. I probably do too, man. That's all, all right. good. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear your honorable mentions. All right. So my first honorable mention is Big Trouble in Little China. Very nice. Um, I first watched this movie like only like three, two or three years ago, and uh, it was a fucking great time. Like just a fun, cheesy action eighties movie. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just a fun movie. I have a confession. What? Ne- never seen that movie. All right. Well, then I don't feel as bad for what I'm going <laughs> to say. <laughs> All right. So there's two movies that of his I have never seen. I might get hounded in the comments for this. One movie I tried looking for, but he couldn't even rent it. He can only buy it, and I was like, fuck. So, first movie is Escape from New York. Dude. Um, never seen it. I've heard it's amazing. I really wanted to watch it, but I just, I, I, don't know, I couldn't find it. And uh, Yeah. It's such a good movie. Yeah, I know. And there's even a sequel too, like Escape from LA, which I don't know if yeah. it's, it's as good or nah, any good, but the really. sequel's nowhere near as good as New York. Okay. Um, so yeah, I really want to check out the movie at some point. Um, the second movie probably get handed by you as well, but it is Backdraft. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I tried finding this one too, and I couldn't find it, so I was like, "Fuck!" Uh, uh, I know you got to watch both of them. I, I won't know. shit on you, I know, but you got to um, watch them. I haven't seen either of those, so that's why they're in my honorable mentions because I haven't seen them. But I, I know okay. they're good movies. I just haven't seen them. So all right, that's my honorable mentions. Okay. So I have uh, five, and there's going to be some controversial ones here, too. Oh, shit. Uh, So my first honorable mention, even though I just talked it up, is Escape from New York. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, It is a fantastic movie, and it was on my list, and then I was just like, uh, I'll explain it after why I had to take it out. (laughs) Okay. But uh, yeah, it's a fucking fantastic movie and you should most definitely check it out. Uh, My next one is deep water horizon. Again, I've seen that movie, but I haven't seen it since it came out. And I honestly didn't remember his character in it. I didn't remember his character either, to be honest, but i like, I remember the movie and the movie is fucking really good. Yeah, It's a great movie. Yeah. Um, this one you might uh, kick me in the nuts for. Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Okay, I didn't have that on any of my lists. So, oh, you didn't? Okay, all right. No, I feel better no. about that then. Um, I I like the sequel of that, like Guardians of the Galaxy Two, but uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was all right. Okay, good. I feel a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my next one is Miracle. Wow. Wow. The only reason <laughs> okay. okay. The only reason why it's on my honorable mention list is because I've only seen it once okay. and I don't remember a lot of it. Right. Um, okay. like I, I know that it's a fucking amazing movie, but I have only seen it the one time. So that's fair. As a as a Canadian, I should probably get on that because it is a hockey movie, although it is American hockey, but you know. Yeah. And my last honorable mention is Death Proof. Okay. Which All is right. uh, one half of the Grindhouse movies. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and that's all cool. I got. All right. Well, 
that goes into my number five because I have Death Proof. Nice. All right. Um, I've only seen this movie once, and it was like when the the two Grindhouse movies came out. Uh, love both of them. Um, Death Proof is just so different of a movie. Uh, he's yeah. in this fucking car, and he just <laughs> he kills the girls that he picks up in the car, and it's so <laughs> cool. Like, yeah. it's such a good concept. I love it. Um, yeah. So Death Proof is number five for me. Very nice. My number five is Tombstone. Which Dude, uh, I wanted to watch this movie too, but I couldn't find it. Really? Yeah. Uh, I think I have it. I'll have to double check my st- uh, my uh, shelves. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I have it, so I'll let you borrow it if I do. But yeah, it's a fucking awesome movie. It's... Uh, it's funny because you talked about like Kurt Russell's like Southern drawl kind of thing whenever yeah. we were talking about the movie. And yeah. uh, I was going to say it's almost like he's reprising his role from Tombstone. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's a wicked Western movie. I love yeah, it. That has a big cast in it too. Oh, oh hell yeah. Yeah, it's huge cast. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. My number four pick might be controversial. Okay. So it is a voice acting role. Oh, buddy. And it is The Fox and the Hound. Very nice. <laughs> this movie is fucking amazing. Holy shit. It's so good. Like, I even watched this, like, rewatched it, like, two or three years ago, and it made me cry. Like, I was just going to say, did you this cry? This movie is so goddamn sad. Holy fuck. <laughs> Man, if you watch The Fox in the Hand and you don't cry, then you're not human. Right? I know. Like, fuck. It's so good. Oh, man. Yeah. So that's my number four. Very nice. Great movie. I love it. My number four is Bone Tomahawk. Nice. Yeah. Um, so we obviously just talked about it. Um, I love this movie. It's uh, fairly high on my list, but... My, my top three are kind of untouchable, so I can't really put it in yeah. there yet, nice. maybe. Cool. All right. So my number three is a movie I just watched uh, this week, uh, or should I say rewatched, and that is Miracle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this movie is fucking amazing. Like, uh, like it's a good movie, but like Kurt, Kurt Russell's performance in it is great. Like, yeah, just uh, the way like he coaches the team and uh, just is just a uh, hard ass through the whole movie, but just fucking awesome movie. Mm-hmm. And it's on Disney Plus, so it's pretty accessible. Yeah, I gotta get, I gotta watch that again. I see it on there every time I get on it. <laughs> yeah, so that's my number three. Cool. All right. My number three is The Fox and the Hound. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm I was so st- worried when I put it on my list. Oh, man. It's a must. You have to have yeah. it on here. Yeah. Uh, I honestly forgot that he did the voice of the hound. Oh, um, me too, man. I was going through his IMDb and I was like, oh, fuck. I did know that. But like just completely spaced on it. And yeah, I mean, this movie has to be on the list. Yeah. Has uh, Brady watched it yet? No, he hasn't. No. Okay. Okay. 
All right. right. So my number two is The Thing. Okay. All yeah. right. Uh, we've talked about this movie quite a few times, and we'll probably cover it sometime on our podcast, but just yeah. fucking great movie for the time it came out. Just uh, oh man, everything about this movie. It's great. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. I thought I was going to get shit on for this, but my number two is also The Thing. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I was <laughs> nice. going to put it. I was going to put it number one and I was like, no, like we've talked so much about this fucking movie. Like I need to put something else at number one. Cause I feel like it's like what everybody expected. Yeah. Like, Oh, Kurt Russell movie. You're going to put the thing at number one. Yeah, well, exactly. Guess what? Motherfuckers. We didn't No, Fuck you guys. They're a podcast. <laughs> um, I mean, I think I know what yours is, but I might be fucking surprised. Uh, so my number one is the Hateful Eight. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Very nice. This movie is fucking amazing. I love this movie. Um, all the characters, like this, is probably one of my favorite Quentin Tarantino movies. Like I'm sure my list changes from what I like the most every fucking day, but um, it's just like a, such a good whodunit movie. And the characters in it are fucking amazing. Um, I love the one guy in it. Fuck, I can't remember his name. He has a weird-ass name. He's on that show, Vice Presidents, or Vice Principals, sorry. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, I anyway, can't think of his name is, but yeah. But uh, dope-ass cameo in this as well. Super funny. And <laughs> brings back a lot of uh, actors from uh, Tarantino's old movies. And it's just... And the one scene with Samuel Jackson and Bruce Dern is the funniest <laughs> fucking scene in any of Tarantino's movies. Honestly, it's so funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I fucking love this movie. Right. It's like it's like Clue, except like rated R. Yeah, and like Western. Yeah, exactly. All right, what's your number one? So if you were expecting my number one to be the Hateful Eight, I'm going to shock you. Yeah. Um, So the Hateful Eight is not my number one. Okay. And I'm not going to say I didn't like the movie, but I found it really hard to get through because it's like fucking three hours long. Yeah. And it took me like two or three days to get through it. Um (laughs) And that's the only time I've ever tried. So I need to definitely revisit it and okay. like set aside three hours out of my day if I can ever do that yeah. and watch it. But uh, I definitely like respect your decision on it because I know it is a great movie. It's just yeah. like it was super hard for me to get through just because I had to watch it in like three or, or four even watch parts. like half of it and that, that read half another time. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyways. Interested to hear what your number one is, dude. My number one is Backdraft. Okay, nice. Um, I like. I fucking love this movie. It, it's. Uh, I don't know if anybody's gonna agree with me that it's like his best movie, and yeah. probably people won't agree with me. But I like growing up. I watched this movie like 
tons and tons of times. I, it's such a fucking wicked movie and uh, like super believable. Um, I really liked his character in it. So yeah, I mean, I told you before that you need to watch it and now I'm really telling you that you need to watch it. <laughs> but now yeah, that I'm hyped. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead. I was going to say, now that I'm hyping it up so much, you're probably going to end up hating it. Yeah, for sure. No, like I, every time I kept looking up to try and find it, I kept seeing Backdraft 2. It came out like this year or like last year or something. Yeah, because I think they remade it. Yeah, something or, like that. Or is it a TV show or something? I don't remember. Yeah, I think they remade it. But I haven't watched it, like the new one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely check it out. All right, man. Let's hear your movie for next week. All right. So um, we here at Podcast on Elm Street fully support the uh, Black Lives Matter movement that's happening right now. Yes, we do. I thought it would be good to kind of showcase some uh, black uh, actors and directors that – give to the horror and movie world. So we are going to be watching Candyman. Oh shit. Yeah. Sick. And uh I also realized during recording this that's getting pretty close to the end of the month. So I don't know. We might be able to use him in a face off, but maybe we'll watch it first and see what we decide. Alright. Sounds good. Yeah, that's uh, sick man. I'm excited for this. Yeah, because I haven't watched it since I was a little kid. I know you've been watching it in a while either, so yeah, yeah, should be uh, should be good. Awesome. Yeah, I dig it. All right, so that's it for the episode. And uh, like always, you guys can find us on Instagram at a podcast on Elm Street. Uh, we are on the Slasher app with the same name. Uh, if you check out the link in our bio, uh, it or sorry, check out the link in our bio on Instagram. Um, it'll direct you towards our uh, T public account where we have some merch and uh, there's going to be a new design popping up there shortly. Once I yeah. find some time to get it up there. Um, and that was uh, designed by our good buddy, Seth. Um, yeah. You can find him at uh, what Granston designs. Yeah. I think Granston underscore uh, designs. Yeah. That's his, uh, his Instagram. Um, but yeah, he designed a pretty dope logo for us. So we're excited to, to showcase that. Um, there's also a link to our Patreon. If you feel like sending us some money, that would be super cool. And, uh, it also has links to everywhere that you can listen to us. If you don't like where you're listening to us currently. Um, other than that, Brooke, you got anything? I think that's it, pal. All right. So, uh, take care guys. And, oh, actually, um, this week too, we're dropping our final listener request, uh, episode, and that's going to be on the Canadian movie Tusk. And dude, I am so fucking excited. I've never seen it. So I'm very excited to finally watch it. Yeah. Oh man. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it. I'm excited. (laughs) Cool. All right. Catch you next. uh, Catch you soon, guys. Yeah. Take care, guys.